Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It's always good to talk about music and film, all the things in between. And I was having a conversation today with a student and we were talking about, um, you know, some artists, unfortunately, are worth more dead than alive. Robert Maplethorpe is an example of that. A lot of rock and rollers are an example of that. And it's unfortunate that they don't get to live to reap the rewards. But the music outlives, you know, the music outlives everybody. And tomorrow, July 30th, although it's probably July 30th somewhere out there. (laughs) uh, Mr. George Buddy Guy uh, is going to turn 86. And I'm going to do a whole show about him. I... Uh, Absolutely. You know, when the pandemic hit, I remember telling people when the pandemic is over, I want to go see some blues because I I was starting to immerse myself. You know, these are the these are the forefathers and the foremothers of popular music. You know, Sister Rosetta Thorpe and Buddy Guy and Muddy Waters and B.B. King. Oh, the late B.B. King. B.B. King was so amazing. Um, and that music and, you know, Howlin' Wolf and, uh, Robert Johnson, Robert Johnson, who really kicked it down. But, um, Buddy Guy, Buddy Guy is just so amazing, so iconic. And eventually we'll talk about him tomorrow, but it's Freeform Friday. It was, it was an interesting Friday filled with a lot of surprises filled with a lot of you know it's it's like okay and then I have to work tomorrow and then I have to work yeah but you know you do that because as I've said concerts don't pay themselves you gotta pay for them you you gotta work 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 um with freeform Friday I just talk about everything uh I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan I'm really not but I I gotta briefly talk about that Renaissance album Because I'll tell you something Even if you're not a fan of hers She really gets people talking You know And and it really started When she started putting Like when she put out the album in 2013 Unexpectedly That really changed the name of the game And then She put out Lemonade And Lemonade Lemonade solidified Beyonce as this this icon in terms of how it was done. You know, there was an HBO special and then the album just came out. And it was only available on certain platforms. I think at that point it was only available on Tidal and then it came to Apple Music and and then it was physically released. And that was impressive. And like I said, I'm not a big fan. Lemonade. I remember saying to someone, how is she going to top that? That really is a moment. Even someone like Adele, who beat Beyonce in the major Grammy categories, acknowledged that and said that Lemonade album. She Adele didn't want to win. That says something right there. You would prefer someone else to win over you. And she broke the Grammy in half, wanted to give the rest to Beyonce. Because that really is a cultural moment, cultural zeitgeist that Lemonade did. And it was beautiful. 
And whether you're a fan or not, and I wasn't really a fan, but you, you know, you have to acknowledge even even the 2013 self-titled album. Same thing. You got to acknowledge that what she's doing is potent. It's really in your face. And um, now she's out with Renaissance. Renaissance really is a new direction. This I sat and listened to it in one swoop. It was captivating. I thought, "Whoa, this is sexy. This is this is everything. This is a, an, an homage to disco. This is an homage to dance music, to uh, the scene, club music, and also." It was an homage to her late uncle Johnny, who was a gay man who died of AIDS and uh, HIV, and really fermented in Beyonce this love of different kinds of music and culture. And thank God for Uncle Johnny, you know? I think we all have an Uncle Johnny. <laughs> yeah. And so I wanted to just briefly talk about that because that's a moment. That's a moment. You know, and if you're not a fan of Beyonce, I understand. Like I said, I'm not... She's not someone that I want to see in concert. Maybe eventually, when she's about, like, 60. <laughs> like Tina Turner. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. You can't help but take notice. I know a lot of people whom I used to know who love music. They didn't like her. They just rag on her all the time. But this person in particular, he liked to just rag on anything. And I think I've talked about him on the show before where he was dating this guy who really is a poser. His whole company, his whole business is a pose and not a good pose. And I don't like posers. There's nothing authentic about that. You are not authentic. He wasn't authentic. And his little boyfriend wasn't authentic either. So fuck them. And I hope they're listening. You know, you write, that's the thing with that company. You write one bad review and they come after you. They come after you. So, but the proof's in the sauce right there. If you're giving shitty business, you deserve that fucking shit. And you're a poser and I don't like posers. It takes, it takes me back to that Valerie, uh, um, or not Valerie, um, uh, the woman who directed uh, Heavy Metal and um, oh uh, the the decline of Western civilization. Um, there's a kid in there. He's like, oh, they're like real posers, and yeah, there are posers out there. There are posers out there, and then they become famous off of that. And um, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. You need to be authentic rather than biting someone else's style. We all have a style. And, you know, people like, you know, he thought his shit don't stink. And, well, it did. Um, so, yeah. And just, um, yeah, just the hobnobbing and shit like that. And so, yeah. And, and, I'm, and I'm not saying that Beyonce is not a poser. But at the same time, she's got her authentic self. And I think with her, we've come to expect that. And those are artists. Those are artists that solidify the game. They solidify everything and change the trajectory of what we call art. And I was having a conversation with a friend. And we were talking about Robert Maplethorpe. And I didn't really go into detail about Robert Maplethorpe 
Robert Maplethorpe, if you've ever read Patti Smith's Just Kids, that's Robert Maplethorpe, okay? Um, Robert Maplethorpe was this artist. He was this maverick. Didn't become famous until after he died of AIDS. I mean, that's when the money really started coming in. And he's and he was well known for that Patti Smith album cover of Horses. And then he did, you know, pictures of flowers. And then he did pictures of whips and cocks. Yeah. That's why I didn't go in depth with it with my friend. Because we had just eaten. I'm not going to talk about the famous photo- photograph of the man in the tan suit with his cock hanging out. I think that sold for like... Was it $5 million? I don't remember. Or the album... Or the cover of the... The black man and the white man um together side by side um so yeah we're gonna come back after these messages i'm going to turn around the tape or turn the yeah and um just get settled and dive even deeper into well fabulous friday dr zeus phone podcast coming up And so we're back, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, talking about Friday. What an interesting Friday it's been. I got to do what I intended to do. It was fun. I got to help some people out. And so here we are, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, talking about film, music, life. That's what it's all about. And someone was asking me, it was probably someone in my family, who said... They were like, why do you do it if you don't get paid? And I said, well, you play baseball. Do you get paid to do that? No. Right there, you do it because you love it. And so I do this because I love it. It gives me pause. It it gives me a chance to really speak. Because, you know, sometimes I think I'll save it. You know, I I used to do a lot of talking and now it's like, (laughs) let's let's save it. It's also dependent on the person and the subject matter and what a person really talks about, um, what, it, what it really takes to convey information and keep it interesting. I was listening to a podcast uh, about spirituality Adam Simmons was on it, and it was interesting, and it made me think back to my own spiritual self and things in between, and that's why we do these shows, is we get to connect with people on different levels, you know, we get to connect, and there is a commonality of why we talk, and why we put together these shows. And I know that I'm not the only show to do this daily. Another show that does this daily, except they do it—they don't do it Sunday and Saturday, Saturday and Sunday like me—is the Doctor Green Thumb podcast or Doctor Green Thumb show. Sorry, Be Real. I have the utmost respect for Be Real and company. I really do. I want to ch- give a shout out to Eton, not Eton, Aton, because Aton. 
that's a master roller right there. I, I haven't smoked a joint in years. But that makes me want to go and smoke one. <laughs> I love how he does it. So, Aton, respect, man. Um, but the whole Dr. Green Thumb family, uh, I love the positivity. They always say no boof, you know, at the end of every show. Because love is, love is the key. And that's true. Because there at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, you know, I try to give inclusion and love. And just dive into the things that matter. As Prince once said, albums matter. Just like books and black lives, albums matter. So I'll leave you with that tonight. From one great artist to another. As always, unpleasant dreams.